Hello and welcome back to the on-season football series with Out of Our End Zone and the host. Today we'll be recapping and previewing today's big games for college football and the NFL. Host, how are you doing today? I'm great, Alex. How are you? See, I'm pretty good. I'm excited for today's and tomorrow's games. We got a great game today, so hopefully it lives up to uh, expectations with uh, Michigan and Michigan State. All right, jumping into NFL news, what are your thoughts on Julio Jones being out uh, for his matchup this week? Well, you know, I've talked to this about this guy on several occasions. How this guy is, while he's a big threat on the field. He seems to be always hurt. Something's always wrong. He's got a foot injury, knee injury. He just seems to never be at 100% when the team needs him. And now he's out this week. And it's a big matchup against the Colts, who the Colts were left for dead the first few weeks of the season. Uh, now to be appearing to be uh, getting it together. So this is going to be a big game for Tennessee tomorrow. Yep, we'll see if that kills their momentum or not. Uh, additionally, what are your thoughts on Killeo Mack being out for the Bears? And just this morning we found out Matt Nagy won't be coaching for them this week either. Well, Khalil Mack, of course, is, you know, a big loss for the Bears on the pass rush. Uh, you know, I haven't seen that much of an impact of him this year. I know he's got like five sacks already, but it just seems like he hasn't been as uh, disruptive as he normally has been on the season. And as far as Matt Nagy, well, we've seen already we got some history now of coaches being out with the, the Corones and the team still seems to play better. So I expect the Bears to play better without Matt Nagy. Uh, I think Matt Nagy uh, sometimes uh, gets ahead of himself in his offensive calls. So I think uh, Justin Fields and the Bears will be, uh, you know, more disciplined and have a better offensive game plan without him. Yeah, I don't personally love Matt Nagy as a coach, so it might actually be good for them. Getting into NCAA football news, what do you think uh, about the recent news of Ed Ogeron leaving LSU at the end of the season? Well, I know Ed Ogeron did some, I don't know what you want to say, and call it legal trouble of some ongoings there at LSU. But again, who does LSU think they are? Uh, Ed Oregon won a championship, what, two seasons ago? Probably one of the maybe one of the greatest college teams ever to you know play on the field. So I don't know who LSU thinks they are. They had, of course, Nick Saban. He left after the, he won a championship. Then they had Les Miles. They ran him out of town because he won a championship and they weren't winning as much as they thought they were. Now they won a championship and they're running at Oregon out of town. I don't know who they think they're going to get to replace them, but. LSU needs to slow down on thinking that they're like this, you know, big time football program to just be firing coaches if they just have a, a lousy season. Yes. Additionally, what do you think about Texas Tech firing their head coach, Matt Wells? Boy, I, I don't know. You gotta give you gotta give it you gotta give a guy a chance. And I know that, you know, Texas Tech 
five and three so far this season. Again, where, who does Texas Tech think they are uh, in, in the realm of, uh, you know, college sonority here of having a top-notch coach and not giving the guy a chance to uh, blossom? I don't, I don't get what the, their idea is either of, you know, who they think they are of getting rid of a coach so early. It doesn't make sense to me. All right, jumping into some of last week's games for college, what did you think about Oklahoma edging out Kansas? <laughs> you know, it's funny is this uh, Rattler kid was, you know, supposed to be a top NFL pick. He had a, started having a bad game against Texas. They replaced him with the quarterback they have now. And then he came out, and he didn't look that great last week, but eventually they put Kansas away. So I'm curious to see how he's going to play this week against Texas Tech. Um, you know, Oklahoma is an 8-0, but are they really an 8-0 team? That You know, they've had some narrow wins. They haven't looked good in several weeks. They still seem to pull out the win, but I don't want to place Oklahoma as a top uh, college football playoff team, even though they're 8-0. All right. What did you think about my new guy, Kenny Pickett, on Pitt beating Clemson uh, last week? Kenny Pickett now is the uh, NFL QB darling after his performance last week against Clemson. So uh, be curious now to see how he ends up, uh, you know, this week. Uh, who do they play this week? I forget who they are. They are playing. Oh, they're playing Miami. Okay. Playing Miami at home this week, so we'll see how he does this week and continue his, uh, you know, rise up the depth charts here because he looks like right now he's going to be the number one pick. I will say he already plays at Heinz Field. <laughs> I know where you're going with this, Alex. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I don't know if he's going to be. If he's going to be uh, there for the Steelers grab, uh with a with a QB, because they're going to have to trade up to move up to get him. But I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I personally don't like uh, – I don't think he – I don't know. I got to watch him more to decide if he's, uh, you know, NFL worthy enough to be on a team. I know he's going to be the high draft pick, but sometimes these guys look good, and then when they get to the NFL, they're not. So. Be curious what to you, see what happens with him. What did you think about the nine overtime thriller where Illinois beat Penn State? You know, I thought it was good. I thought it'd be cool uh, once they did the two overtimes from the twenty-five yard line, and then they just went from two from there on out. Kind of got ridiculous after a while. Uh, and how bad are these teams? Uh, with their offensive play calls that they don't have any good two point plays to, uh, you know, get the game winner in. I mean, they, that's what six, six, almost uh, 12, 11 plays, two point plays from each team before someone finally scored. And uh, the guy had to scramble and throw it up and the guy jumped up and got it. And it wasn't like a true play. He was still scrambling. So, uh, you know, if these teams in the NCAA, the college is going to let these teams go for two uh, starting after the second overtime, these teams, more teams better start working on better two-point plays. I thought it was a little ridiculous that I went that far. 
Yeah. I still thought it was better than the old overtime system. Um, just because I think the old one went, went too long. Granted, this one went pretty long, but time-wise, it was probably still shorter than like the LSU-Texas A&M game a couple years ago. Jumping into last week's NFL games, what did you think about the Titans' route of the Chiefs? Boy, they, they were ready for them, and they just stuck it to them. And, you know, Kansas City, I, you know, I've been talking about Mahomes on my show, and um, I think Mahomes is to the point now where, you know, the, the media, he's the media's darling and he can't do anything wrong. Everything he, he does is this escalated by the media thinking that, you know, he's a great quarterback and he's, I think he's letting it get to his head. And now he just thinks he can do whatever he wants out there. And you get a team like Tennessee, while they don't have a great decorate of a defense, but if you get physical with a team like Kansas city, you're going to throw them off. And that's what threw the chiefs off last week. And they just, when they get physical, out physical, they can't do their finesse plays. And it, it results in the result it was with Tennessee blowing them out. Yep. Like we said, we'll have to see how the Titans play this week. And then the Chiefs play the Giants on Monday Night Football. What did you think about the Bengals proving that they're a real threat? And blown out the Ravens. Well, is it is it more the Ravens weren't prepared for the Bengals, or or are the Bengals really for real? That that's the that's the main question here. We gotta we gotta figure out. And as you know, Alex, found found these two teams. You know because they're in our division. You know the Ravens been skating by week to week, right? They are they really five and two? Are the, I mean, I'm sorry, the Ravens. Are the Ravens really a five and two team. They've had lucky wins against the Lions. They had Kansas City fumble. They won that game. They had the Colts blowing the game with the kicker against them. Those are three more losses the Ravens should have. So now, yes, the Bengals played great. They uh, you know blew them out in that second half. Ra uh, Ravens didn't score at all, I, I believe. After they got a 17 to 14 lead, they didn't they didn't score the rest of the game. Did the Bengals stick it to them? Yes. But how good are the Ravens? I guess uh, you know, we'll find out more about the Bengals this week. I know they're playing the Jets, but we'll see how they do coming off a big win. Yep. Jets did beat Tennessee a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Moving on, what were your reactions to the fun? Rams versus Lions game. Lions breaking out all the trick plays. <laughs> hey, when you're uh, when you're not a great team, uh, as, as as the Lions are, you got to come up with ways to uh, get more possessions and try to score more points. And uh, you know, I praised I praised the coaching staff on my show this week. And, and, you know, the Lions may be 0 seven, but they play hard every week. And I think that was more of a bunch of uh, the Lions players and the coaching staff wanting to stick it to uh, Stafford and Sean McVay. But, uh, you know, just the more talent on the, the Rams side and the Rams pull out the uh, intercepted 
Jared Goff late in that game. Ramsey did in the end zone. And, uh, you know, they went on to win, I think, uh, 28 to 19. All right. Moving on to this week's NFL games. What do you think about the Sunday night game? Cowboys versus Vikings. Oh, this game all depends on uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, we've heard all week, calf, crutches, can't walk. It's going to be a game time decision. So it all depends on his uh, availability. I think he's going to play. I don't think he's not going to miss this game. They, the Cowboys are amongst those one loss teams in NFC. And he, they got to keep on winning to, uh, you know, have some sort of home field advantage in the playoffs. So should be an exciting game. Uh, Vikings are, you know, not a, uh, don't have a winning record, but they play great. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, Adam Thielen, great offense. They have an offense that's probably good enough to keep up with Dallas if that's if uh, Dak Prescott plays. All right, moving on to the Titans and Colts game. Uh, they're giving Titans two and a half. We already said Julio's out. Last time he was out, they didn't play so good, and Colts are kind of rolling uh, somewhat, but I think I'd still give the Titans the advantage because they're they're on a roll themselves. What do you think about this week's Patriots versus Chargers game? Well, last time we saw uh, Chargers play, they got rolled by Baltimore. They've had uh, a bye week. They've had a week to think about that. I'm sure the offense has been licking their chops to get back on the field after that poor performance in Baltimore. Uh, I know we got New England. And the great Bill Belichick, he always has the great defensive scheme. But uh, I think he's going to be uh, outclassed here with Justin Herbert. And I know Austin Eckler, uh, we don't know his decision yet. He's, uh, as of yesterday, still didn't know what his playing time was going to be this week for uh, the Chargers. Uh, I, I think it'll be close in the first half, but I think San Diego's offense overpowers New England in the second half. All right, last game, the Bucks versus the Saints. I think the Saints could put up a pretty good game. Um, even though they only scored 13 on Monday at football, I think the Bucks are just a better team with Tom Brady <laughs> and such. So I think they're going to win. Moving on to the college football games, who do you think is going to win Michigan versus Michigan State? Well, I, I like Michigan State with the Bucs. I don't know. I know both these teams are undefeated. I'm just just not totally sold on Michigan's offensive yet. I know it's been a little better than years previous. I need to see a little bit more. Today will show us a lot of really how good this Michigan team is. They've had trouble playing there in the past uh, with Coach Harbaugh coaching the team there. Of course, I think they lost that miracle game there with the field goal or whatever, the punt or whatever happened there a few years ago. I don't know if, I can't remember if that game was in Michigan State or not, but that, uh, you know, heartbreaking loss there a few years ago for Harbaugh against his team. I just want to see a great game today. And uh, it's, I think it's the best game of the day that's on the uh, team that's late. Right? All right, jumping into tonight's night game, Penn State 
versus Ohio State. Um, we don't really know about Sean Clifford yet. He's kind of playing with an injury and then, um, you know, a little banged up. And then obviously Ohio, uh, Penn State just lost that game in overtime against Illinois. Ohio State's on a roll, so I got to give it to Ohio State. I don't, I don't even know if it's necessarily going to be that close of a game, but sometimes Ohio State will let opponents play up to their level, but I, I don't necessarily know if that's going to happen tonight. I got Ohio State. Who you got for the SEC matchup, Old Miss versus Auburn? Well, Ole Miss coming into this game, uh, you know, six and one, Auburn five and two. I'm not a big fan of uh, Bo Nix. Uh, I know they're playing at home. I know they're going to have the, uh, you know, the home crowd behind them. Uh, it just seems like Auburn struggles to move the ball. And, uh, of course, Lane Kiffin and his offense with, uh, you know, Corral, the quarterback for uh, Ole Miss, I think he's going to be uh, – they're going to uh, come in there with a good game plan. I think they're going to pull this game out today. All right, moving on to another night game. The last one we're going to cover, Notre Dame versus North Carolina. I think both teams are kind of up and down this season, but I think Notre Dame's the better team, and I'm pretty sure they're playing at home. So I got to give it to Notre Dame. I necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if North Carolina won. Just those, a lot of Notre Dame's games have been close games, but I still got to give it to Notre Dame. Jumping into the big news of the week, what did you think about the Packers beating the Cardinals on Thursday night football? Oh, man, that was a great game. Uh, entertaining game to watch, uh, especially the end with, uh, you know, Murray trying to throw it to AJ Green, and I guess later on we find out he didn't see the signal, and Green Bay uh, defensive back there picked him off in the end zone. You know, I've been saying that Green Bay hasn't really, while they're winning, haven't been really winning impressively. Well, that was an impressive win the other night on uh, against Arizona. I got to put Green Bay up there now as one of the top teams in the NFC. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Out of Our Own End Zone. As a reminder, we can be contacted on social media at Out of Our Own End Zone on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, we can be listened to on any site that podcasts can be heard. Once again, the team at Out of Our Own End Zone would like to thank you for your listenership and have a nice day. <laughs>